Welcome to the 5 Seconds of Fame podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who does not have an alter ego like Xavier, Brent Siegel. How you doing? I'm doing quite well. No alter ego here uh, at all. Um, it has not been the greatest day. Uh, we're recording this Thursday after the episode uh, the, uh, from the live eviction, double eviction. Um, my Ravens had a rough day today. It was not a good day to be a Baltimore Ravens fan. Um, so, you know, it hasn't been a great day. Um, but hopefully your day's been better than mine. How was your day, Trevor? Uh, well, I, I, you know, I feel like every weekday I have two separate days. The, the first day is my work day, and then the second day is when I leave work. So my second day has been amazing because we have this <laughs> double eviction. We have a huge football game, the first football game of the season, which I'm very excited about. And, you know, I think this week in Big Brother upcoming is going to be amazing. I mean, the cookout has made Final Six. They have done it. They accomplished their mission. And now they have, no, they have to turn on each other. So I'm incredibly excited about this upcoming week. I think this might be the best week of the entire season, to be honest with you, this upcoming week. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is going to be an amazing, amazing week in Big Brother. I'm, I'm, I think we, we had a great pre-jury, which we've talked about here before. Mm-hmm. Uh, post- well, yeah, both start started jury has not been quite as entertaining. I feel like this is going to be so great because this is where we have avenues. And if you're a Marvel fan, this is the multiverse here. Okay, we're splitting off into a lot of different directions, and there's a lot of possibilities that can happen. But before we get there, Trevor, let's let's break down this this past week. Yeah, absolutely. So at the beginning of this week, uh, we had Tiffany who won HOH, um, and she decided to nominate. Uh, Alyssa and Xavier, of course, her goal was to take out Alyssa because, you know, it's final eight. You look at the two non-members of the cookout. One of them is her, you know, closest person in in the game, and that's Claire. So she doesn't want Claire to leave. She would rather be Alyssa. Um, Now, obviously, her worst case scenario kind of happened here, um, (laughs) and that was Alyssa winning veto. I mean, you look at one, one in six chance Alyssa had to win the veto. And she won it, and credit to her. And Alyssa, you know, she she there are certain competitions that Alyssa really does seem to be good at. Like she was good at that OTEV competition. Uh, she was good at this video we saw, this little microchip one. Um, so she has um, definitely some some skill sets in in certain competitions for sure. Um, and this was one that was right up her alley, and uh, she won it. And I think um, you know we we obviously saw some of the Claire stuff. Uh, on the episode, and I think that's when I what I want to go straight to because there's a lot of other interesting stuff that happened, like Xavier complaining throughout the week, and like Kylan being like a rat floater, you know, like telling Xavier what Tiffany's saying and telling Tiffany what Xavier's saying. But I'll get into that when we go to the ratings. I want to jump straight to the conversation that Tiffany has with Claire because I think this is really interesting. Um, you know, Tiffany and Hannah they were talking. They're like, "How are we going to break it to Claire? We have to put her up because." You know, we, we obviously want the cookout to get to the final six. This is the goal. And for Tiffany, really, I, I think at this point, and we can we can sit here, we can debate about was this actually the best move for Tiffany? Should she have just went rogue and said, no, I'm not, I'm not putting Claire up, I'm keeping her. I think at this point, her bet is made, and she had to do this. If If you would have asked me the question, like, three weeks ago, like, if she put up Claire, then I'd be like, oh, no, that's insane. Why would she do that? But now in this situation, she's no other option. I don't think it is in her best interest to go rogue here because um, really, like, you could have, you could sour Ozza. Maybe Ozza's now going to turn on you. Maybe Kylan now 
potentially would turn on you. Xavier already has turned on her, and so has Big D, but maybe Kylan and Oz are two people that she kind of loses there if she does that. So I think it was too risky. Ultimately, the right choice with Tiffany, but I want to ask you about kind of this conversation, obviously, with Tiffany and Claire. When you saw this on the episode, what, what did you kind of think about it? And what did you think about uh, Claire's reaction to basically being told, like, hey, I have to put you up. Um, doesn't mean you're necessarily going home, but I, I have no other, op- no other option. It's kind of this unspoken agreement that I've had, and this is how I chose to play the game. But what, what did you think about that conversation, Brandon? You know, it's, it was so hard hearing this conversation because I felt both of their pains. Uh, it's, it's so, the cookout is so great. This will be the greatest alliance of all time, without a doubt. And what's more interesting to me is a lot of them don't even like each other that much. And Tiffany, and really all of them collectively, this was not just Tiffany, everyone in the cookout gave up a lot for the sake of the cookout, for the sake of the alliance, and getting that six to the final six. And it was such a sad conversation. Of course, Claire, who, I mean, we all like Claire, right, Trevor? Everyone likes Claire. Who doesn't like Claire? Oh, right? yeah, of course. So, I mean, this was, this was just, it was very, very sad uh, to see Claire took it like a champ, and, and I texted in our group chat, I said, any other regular season, Claire's the best player on the season. And that's just a fact. So, you know, it sucks that Claire was kind of put, she was dealt a bad hand. Uh, you know, a good poker player can't do anything with a, ga- a bad hand. So, it, it was really, really, really tough to see this on the episode. Yeah, and it was interesting, because I, I watched it, like, I didn't watch it live on the feeds, but I watched it back like very shortly after. I think this was on like Sunday or something. And I was like, Claire, why are you fighting back? Why are you at least trying to be like, no, Tiffany, you can't do this. And she really wasn't, but it was very clear. And she said this in the diary room that she understood like there was no way out of this. And that this is just, she had just kind of had to let it be. It was kind of out of her hands. And she, she could have campaigned, but it obviously we know it, it wouldn't have mattered. And, you know, after she does go on the block, she does campaign. She fights very hard, and she brings up a lot of great points to Hannah, to Kylan, to Aza, uh, to Big D, to try to uh, keep herself, to try to um, not be evicted. But ultimately, it was kind of a lost cause, even if she's giving up, even if she's giving the, the most amazing points she can possibly get, which she was doing pretty well. But ultimately, uh, Claire, the moment she touched the block, she was uh, basically evicted. So... Claire was evicted from the house uh, by a vote of 4-1. to one. Hannah gave her a sympathy vote there. Um, and then we have, obviously, the double. So in this double, it could have been very interesting if Alyssa would have won, um, or if Alyssa would have won the veto even. It could, there could have been um, some very interesting scenarios. However, Alyssa did not win either the HOH or the veto, so we got the pretty standard... Um, outcome that we did of her going home by a vote of three to one. Of course, X just easily won that veto, uh, not even close, um, which was interesting. And so now Alyssa, she's evicted. I think, you know, on this episode in particular, definitely not a very good edit for Alyssa. Uh, didn't make her look all that great. Um, really poor at it. Yeah. And, and, you know, Hannah, I think in particular, just really kind of had her snowed. I mean, Hannah did a lot of great work throughout the week uh, with Alyssa. And really, she's been doing this for weeks. I mean, she's been working on Alyssa, trying to uh, get back in her good graces. And really, uh, when I think it was, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, when she used the veto on Xavier, but that also really helped um, her connection with Alyssa and. I think it's just a testament to how good of a player Hannah is, but we'll, I'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's it. The cookout is now at the final six. 
And mm. I think there's a lot of different interesting scenarios. But uh, Brennan, a- anything you would like to say um, about you know this double eviction before we kind of get into talking some of some of these scenarios and also giving our ratings? Yeah, I, I just want to mention one thing, and I really don't want this to be understated in the slightest bit. The cookout will go down and is the greatest alliance we have ever seen. They committed mm-hmm. to the plan so well, it was pretty much unwavering from a group of people that doesn't even like each other that much. Yeah. I mean, this was a committed group, and I, I'm so happy we got to witness this history tonight. And, you know, it's great that we got to see it live, and it's it's in, you know, we have the podcast to talk about it, because it should not be understated how great the cookout is. And if you look at the six members, there's four legitimate Big Brother players on this on this cast of six. Uh, obviously, Aza and, and Derek F are not fabulous players. However, they did play an important role. But the other four players are really good Big Brother players, well, well above average players, and I'm incredibly impressed with all four of them. Honestly, all six of them. I'll include Aza and uh, DF, even though I do not think they're good players. This was in- an incredibly impressive feat. Um, all, every single person that left just completely confused about what happened and, and could not define this alliance in the slightest bit. I'm hoping to see a jury segment next week. And we can maybe see what people think when everyone goes there and gets together and puts their heads together. Um, but, I mean, just such a fabulous, fabulous time to be a Big Brother fan and see this amazing, amazing piece of history. And it just can't be understated. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree. I, I like that you point out that they don't always get along because that's true. Like in a normal season, um, or like if, if a cookout, say, had already happened like last season, then these people would not be working together, I don't think. I don't think anything like the cookout will really ever happen again, to be honest. No, um, no. And, and just one other thing, Big D did not uh, expose the alliance. He never let that's it spill. Amazing. He never like <laughs> went against it. He never did anything to go against it, which is kind of surprising. So I guess credit to Big D. I remember earlier in the season, I was like, oh, Big D, watch out for him. He might be the reason this alliance doesn't work. Um, mm-hmm. But no, uh, Big D did not um, <laughs> cause any kind of fallout with the alliance. So big, yes. big credit to him. Uh, definitely credit him. So now we're at the final six here. Um, let's just get into our ratings. Um, Alyssa is no longer the first person we have to talk about because she is now evicted. The first person we have to talk about is Aza. Um, so really, uh, you'll see a theme with my ratings. A lot of them are going to be pretty similar because not a lot changed uh, from last week, to be honest. Now, we do have some plans I'll mention, but with Aza, um, I still have her at a four. Um, I, I didn't really see a big reason to, I could have dropped her, I guess, but I, I decided not to. I decided to keep her at a four. I still don't, again, Big D's in the house. So, okay, she has one scenario where she can get to, get to the end. And you might even be able to argue if you are under the belief that there could be a better jury against Kyland, that maybe she could beat Kyland. I think that one's a little bit of a stretch there, but just a few scenarios that could help Kyland. Um, I, I don't, to be honest, I'm not exactly sure who she actually wants to take to the final two. I want to say that it might be Tiffany, but I don't know because I don't think she's actually like talked to the cameras and told this. So I think it's going to be interesting to hear a little bit more about Oz's endgame plans. Hopefully she, uh, ho- hopefully we learn about them this upcoming week, obviously, because um, she needs the, she needs to be making some. But I know that she really wants Kyland out. That is the person she wants out. Um, I don't think that's best for her game. So if she wins HOH, her target will be Kyland. I don't think that should be her target. I think her target should be Xavier. 
Um, now, you will have people like Tiffany that will convince her that it should be Xavier if she wins HOH. Hannah might also try to convince her, hey, you need to take out Xavier. I don't know if she'll listen. You know, Of course, she does have that crush on Xavier, so that's kind of standing in the way of her potentially um, making, a, making the best move for her game. But that's really... Uh, I think what I have to say about Aza, she is safe. She's one of the safer people this upcoming week. I don't think she's really going to be anyone's target. Maybe Kyland would target her because Kyland wants to take <laughs> other strong players to the end. But uh, I'll, I'll talk about that more when we get to Kyland. Yeah, I, I also have Aza at a four. Um, don't have a lot of hope for her. All four points are just because of how safe she's going to be. If I was every anyone else in this house, I'm taking Azza because Azza's pretty terrible at the game. I mean, we've heard more DRs about Xavier from her than about actual strategy. Uh, so I have no faith in her actual gameplay ability. She's not going to be able to win a competition. I mean, they tried to throw the last competition to her, and she just couldn't do it. She lasted like 15 minutes in that comp, which is crazy low uh, for someone that they were going to throw it to. Uh, supposedly, obviously, Tiffany won. It seemed like Tiffany did not want not want to throw it, but you guys get what I'm saying. Uh, not much more to add on Aza. She's tied for my lowest rating just because I don't think she'll win no matter who she goes against. Even Kylan. I, there's only one person that's going to be better against Kylan. And she's one of my least favorite players ever in this game, and that's Brittany. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm pretty confident um, that Aza will not be winning this game. However, she is incredibly safe. I give her a four. Next up, we have Derek F., who I have also given a four. Um, I also have no faith in his game. I don't think he'll ever be able to win a competition. Uh, he claims he has this amazing social game. He does not have an amazing social game. Um, and he's another player that if I was Kylan, I'd be interested in taking to the end. I know a lot of people like DF, and I think Trevor, you would be like, eh, not a good idea because people like DF. Um, if that comes down to it, and that's the case that DF wins over X, this season will be looked down upon. So I don't think any of the cookout members would vote for DF over Kylan, and I don't think... Claire would vote out for DF over Kylan. Either same thing with Derek. I don't think this jury will be better at all. Um, so Derek F. Uh, not in the worst spot. He's definitely safer than. I mean, depending on who wins, he's de- safer than Kylan or Tiffany. But uh, not nearly as good of a player as they are at all. So I gave him a four. Yeah, um, I kept Big D at the two and a half, which is where I had him last week. Uh, I don't see any scenario where he could win, and I've said that for weeks. Um, if he manages to get to the end against Aza, he loses. If he manages to get to the end against Kylan, he loses. He loses against anyone, I think. Uh, he would really have to change the way he... I mean, he'd have to completely change the way he played. He'd have to, like, win a couple competitions to get on his resume. Um, you know, it, it's just too tough. And with Big D also, the way other people see him, I mean, he's getting a lot of Josh comparisons. So, essentially, you have people like Hannah and Kylan who are like, I don't want to take I don't want to take Big D to the final two because I'm worried about a potential Josh uh, scenario where people will look down upon me for taking Big D to the end that they will be like oh you took Big D to the end that's a weak move now we're apparently going to vote for Big D I don't necessarily understand that all that much um, but just an interesting thing he's getting some Josh comparisons there. Um, and also, like, the fact that Big D is a GOAT, and, and but people don't actually want to take him to the end is also a knock on him. So, like, he's a person you would typically think of, like a, like a Victoria from BB16, for example, as, like, this is someone we could take to the end, easily beat. But I don't even, like, honestly, like, I think Victoria, like, if I'm, if I'm rating all-time players, 
Like, I would rate Victoria as a better all-time player than Derek F. Because I think Derek F. is more of a, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, a, like kind of like a throwaway. Like, I, can, I don't need this person. They, they're not important to my game. I don't need them. Whereas Victoria, at least, Derek was like, all right, Victoria is someone I could use as a pawn. Like, you know, she's a, a loyal ally. And she's not gonna, like, she... She's someone I could trust. She trusts me, and she's not going to do anything wild and crazy against me. Um, so I think that's at least a, a credit. To, I guess I'm, I don't know, I'm trying to prop up Victoria for some strange reason. But Big D is a two and a half for me. Yeah, not not high hopes for him at all. But uh, let's get to the much better players on this season. Next up, we have Hannah. Trevor, I'll let you start it off. Yeah, so Hannah, um, a lot. She's been doing a lot of interesting stuff uh, the past few weeks. A lot of stuff that we saw in the episode tonight. Um, really, episodes throughout the whole week. I mean, Hannah is a person who, you know, in the past couple of weeks, like she was perfectly okay with Derek X leaving, which was like, Hannah, why, why do you, why are you totally okay with Derek X leaving? Like this is not good. I think I docked a rating because of it. And then similarly, she was also very okay with Claire leaving. It's like, Hannah, what are you thinking? Um, now, now that we are here, the final six with the cookout, now she can fully play for herself. And, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting. And she already has been. Like, she's already been making moves. She's been trying to leverage uh, different situations, different relationships. Obviously, the one with Alyssa, she did a very good job with. And now she's in a position where I think her path um, well, first of all, she needs to get Xavier out uh, in her best interest. Now, she can't play for HOH, so she needs someone to do it for her. Um, best case scenario for her is that Tiffany would win HOH because then uh, Tiffany could try to take out Xavier for her, and then she'd be able to play next week. And even if she doesn't play, uh, you know, maybe Tiffany gets taken out the following week. But that honestly might not be the worst-case scenario if, if Xavier's already gone. So I think there's some interesting... Uh, pass here for Hannah. I think her jury management jury management has been very good. I think a lot of people like Hannah. I think a lot of people would be willing to vote for Hannah. Would they vote for her over Tiffany? I don't think so. Would they vote for her over Xavier? Mm, I would probably say no as of now. But I don't think it's a done deal. I don't think that she definitely would lose to either of those people. Um, I think against Kylan, she that one's a little bit of a toss up. I think she'd beat Kylan personally at this at this moment where. If, and I guess we'd have to go through jury votes. But I think Hannah's done a really good job in that aspect. And I just think she's always thinking. She's always active. She's always thinking of different plans. And she's she's not, yeah, she's not resting. So that makes me feel good about her game ability. So I gave Hannah a 7, same as last week. And, you know, she's also very safe. So I gave at least one other person a 7. And I think Hannah is safer than uh, another person I gave a seven, despite the fact that that other person might have a better chance of winning. Yeah, I don't see Hannah going home this week. It'll be interesting if Kylan wins. What happens? Kylan did not seem happy in the slightest bit uh, that he was nominated as the renom. Uh, not much more to add to Hannah. You, you kind of said a lot of it. I don't need to echo the same things. Um, but Hannah has a decent shot at winning this game. She really, really does. I also had her at a seven. Next up, we have Kyland. I know a lot of people just hate him. I still love Kyland. Um, but Trevor, let's just start it off again. Yeah, well, so I gave Kyland a six. Um, I bumped him up half a point. I think Kyland actually was uh, much better without Sarah Beth. Uh, no longer having these, like, whisper conversations for hours with her wherever. I don't know. It's 
obnoxious when he was doing that. But now Sarah Beth is no longer there, which makes Kylan a little bit more bearable. Um, I mean, now he's trying to like have much conversations with Tiffany. Like he's kind of like trying to talk to Tiffany all the time. It seems like now, but Kylan is is more bearable. I'm perfectly fine with him uh, now. I would say. Uh, so with Kylan's position, it's interesting because a couple weeks ago, I would have said Kylan is the most likely person to leave in Final Six, which is this week that we're now at. However, that has turned around. It's no longer the case. Kylan is one of the safer people at Final Six. Um, I think, again, I mentioned with Oza, like if Oza wins, Kylan would be her target. Um, and then Kylan could definitely be in trouble. Um, however, I, I know at least you believe Oza's definitely one of the least likely people to win. I think I'd probably agree with you on that. Um, but as far as other people, like B- Big D would want to target Tiffany. Uh, Xavier would want to target Tiffany. Um, Hannah, well, she can't play. Um, who else is there? Uh, Tiffany would want to target Xavier. So, like, the main targets are going to be, I think, Tiffany and Xavier, to be honest with you, uh, depending on who wins. And I think it's kind of, like, maybe a 50 maybe not quite a 50 50 split because hannah can't play so hannah would be um someone in tiffany's corner so maybe it's more likely actually that tiffany could be the target but i think for kylan because he's safer that's something that you have to give him credit for uh does he have as good of a chance to win as hannah tiffany or xavier i don't think so but could that change if he's able to get if xavier leaves or if tiffany leaves or or maybe both of them could leave in this double which would be amazing for kylan if kylan can get to the final four with hannah big d and aza that would be amazing because in that position he now has at least one one person that would want to take him to final two big d um and i think hannah is also someone that um maybe would want to actually i don't know what hannah would want to do if in that scenario but I think that's at least improved Kylan's chances. Um, and there are, also, are still people that, again, like he does have Sarah Beth that I do still think will be in the jury house campaigning for him. I think he has that going for him. And um, he's been playing kind of this like rat floater game where he's like playing Tiffany and Xavier against each other, which I think is really good um, and really has helped turn them fully against each other. And I think that's something that you have to give him credit for. So it, you know, it definitely says something about, uh, I think, the good player that he is. Yeah, I I like Kylan still. I still think he's a really good player. Um, I have him at six. There definitely seems to be a hierarchy of people, which I said this to you before the podcast, Trevor. Um, we, Hannah, Tiffany, and X, I think, are in the better position than Kylan. However, Kylan is also a great player like they are. Um, and then lower level, we have Aza and Derek F., um, so I think there's some hope for Kyle, and if Kyle can pull off Tiffany and X leaving, somehow that happens, I mean, that would be insane. I definitely don't see it going that way at all, um, but, you know, we'll kind of have to wait and see. Uh, it's going to be an interesting time for Kyle, for sure. Next up, we have Tiffany, which I bumped down half a point to a seven. Um, it was kind of exposed how much of a personal game Tiffany is playing with what happened the week uh, that she won HOH at the start of the episode. Um... You know, we earn out the start of the episode just this past week. Really, really, really upset Xavier. Um, and Xavier seems to have a decent amount of influence. So I had to bump her down just a little bit. I still think she's the best player in the game. Um, I still think she's a really good shot at winning. I hope she doesn't win because that means I got to eat hot wings on stream. Um, but we'll have to kind of see where it goes for Tiffany. Depends if she can pull out this HOA. If she doesn't, it's going to look tough for her unless Kylan wins. Um, but again, we'll just have to wait and see. Trevor, what do you think about Tiffany? Yeah, so I also uh, had to bring Tiffany down. I now have her at a 7, same rating as Hannah. 
And I think the main reason is really just her being unlucky. I mean, again, Alyssa winning that veto, one in six chance. It doesn't happen very often. You know, you just look throughout this season. I mean, every single week, the person that's the target, the person that's probably going to go home, usually they don't win the veto. Um, usually that's the person that ends up going home in, in most scenarios um, if they're the target and they're already on the block. So Alyssa winning that was unlucky for Tiffany. I know some people think, oh, well, Tiffany should have thrown, thrown the HRH. She should not have went for it. I kind of disagree. I think, you know, look, I think that's kind of hindsight, to be honest with you. I still think winning the HOH was a good move, even if it upset Xavier a little bit, because she could have potentially had the benefit of having Claire being the last person at final seven, which then she's in the position that Xavier was in, where, um, you know, like, yes, like Alyssa, Alyssa is now the target, and like in that scenario, Claire would have been the target, but he doesn't have to fight as hard, and he is definitely going to be eligible for this final six HOH, where you look at, uh, I, I guess, Tiffany, who, you know, if she would have won last week or whatever, or, or now Hannah, who is her ally, who can't play. So I think that situation and Hannah now not being able to play this following week hurts Tiffany. If if someone else would have won HOH, say like, say like Big D would have won the HOH, right? And he put up Alyssa and whoever, or probably Tiffany, to be honest, and Alyssa went home after whoever won the veto, then Big D is now not playing. Hannah is. Now maybe that's just, that's enough of a, a bump for Tiffany that maybe I give her a seven and a half. But regardless, that's not the scenario. I gave her a seven. Um, she actually might be the most likely person to go home, which is crazy that the most likely person to go home might be a seven. However, um, I, I think really it's that she's the mo most likely person to be targeted. I don't think she would actually go home against most people on the block because if we go through scenarios, right, so say Xavier wins HOH, which he obviously has a great chance. He's a great competitor. He's going to put up Tiffany and probably Hannah because obviously Hannah would be a vote for Tiffany. In that situation, um, the votes would be Kyland, Oza, and Big D. I think Tiffany has two of those votes. I think Oza is voting on Hannah. I think Kyland is voting on Hannah. Big D's the only one that would vote out Tiffany. So I think she's safe in that scenario. And, and we, you can go through any other scenario. I think she might be, I think she's safe in most, if not all scenarios. I think it's going to be tough to get Tiffany out of this house, even if Xavier does win. So I think she has that going for her. Um, and she's just a really capable player. I think um, if, if she manages to win HOH and gets Xavier out, we could be coming back here next week. And I could give Tiffany like a nine. I totally could see that happening. A nine, maybe even like a 9.5. Like, the, you know, like if she's in a really good position where Xavier's out and maybe she can even get like Big D, or, Big D out or something, she's getting a nine, I, I would say, from me. So we'll have to see how this week plays out. But definitely some really good scenarios that uh, could go Tiffany's way. But there are other scenarios that maybe aren't as good. And that's that's kind of the fun about this week. It's going to be so interesting because... Truly, I, I think any person probably could go home this week, to be honest. Yeah, it really is pretty wide open. Speaking of someone who would want to get Tiffany out, we have X up next. Um, not the greatest week for X, just because Alyssa went home, but I didn't drop him down. I kept him exactly at a 7. X has a lot of possibilities to go far in this game. Winning HOH would help him a lot this week. Getting Tiffany out would be enormous uh, for his game um, and really be a good... Uh, positive thing or Hannah honestly either one would be pretty good for him uh, and I think he recognizes that a decent amount you know if he wins and puts up Hannah or Tiffany and they can try to get one of them out he's going to be in good shape 
Um, but uh, Trevor, I'll let you kind of end it off uh, on Xavier. Oh, well, I'm a little distracted by what I just saw on uh, the TV screen with this football game. But regardless, um, <laughs> that's not this podcast. Um, Xavier. Xavier, I, I gave a seven again, just like you. I'm in agreement. Um, I think so. Good thing for Xavier, right? Hannah is now ineligible to play in this HOH, which gives him a really good chance of playing now against, you know, Kylan, against Kylan, who would keep him safe, against Big D, who would keep him safe, Aza, who I think would keep him safe, although Aza might be able to be convinced otherwise. Tiffany would be the main person, obviously, that would be going after him. So Xavier's in a pretty good position from that standpoint. Um, I would say. However, obviously, again, Tiffany winning or Aza winning could still put him in trouble. Um, I think the bad thing, the, the reason why I hesitate to give Xavier like a seven and a half is because he was just, he, he really just didn't uh, make me feel better about his capabilities after this week. He spent a lot of time complaining, a lot of time whining about how, oh, Tiffany's so selfish and she wants it to be her way. She wins the HOH. I threw it because we were supposed to all throw it to Aza. He just like went on and on. It was like a child and he complained so much. And I feel like that's the type of thing that can potentially wear on other people. Um, I think it's, you know, one of the things that has further cemented that Hannah now wants to target him because he wasn't having that whining and complaining. Um, and I don't think that is a great thing for Xavier. Another thing that I don't necessarily love about Xavier's game is that he's kind of openly telling people his plans. He is basically, well, he openly told Aza that he was going to throw this past HOH, saying like, well, this is my person, so I don't need to worry. I'm just going to throw it. I might throw Vito, too, because, you know, you guys can get a list out. It's no, it's no big deal to me. I might just throw both competitions. I don't like that he seems to be willing to tell certain people um, his plans. I think that's also not a good thing. Yeah, and uh, it's look, it's going to be a fabulous, fabulous week in Big Brother. Uh, I am truly just so excited uh, to get to the action. Anything else you want to talk about uh, regarding this week and moving forward in Big Brother, Trevor? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I really, like I said earlier, I, I think this is going to be an amazing week. I mean, there's a lot of different scenarios. Um, I mean, the HOH, I'm trying to think of what it could be. We just had an endurance, so... I don't, I don't know if they would put in another endurance um, right now, but it's going to be so interesting to see who wins this. I mean, I don't, I, I, if I'm, if I'm like betting on it, I feel like Xavier could totally win this. I could see that. I could see Kylan winning as well, but uh, definitely a lot of interesting scenarios that are going to come out of this week. And again, next week's another double. So I, I think our ratings could change a lot um, come next week. Yeah, not a hundred percent. I agree. Um, but I think we'll kind of end it there for today. Thank you all so much for all the support and listening. We forgot to mention Ben isn't here. I guess it's not that important. It doesn't matter. Thank you all so much for I listening. I think it's important. I really, really appreciate it. Um, uh, like, I don't know what else. What else do I miss you, Oh, yeah. Of course, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, give us that five-star review if you enjoyed it. Follow the Small Ballers on Twitter at the Small Baller or click the link in the description. With that being said, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.